you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, this is Boss here from thechrisvossshow.com, and oh my god, ouch, I burned myself. The podcast is so hot, I burned myself on the podcast. Remember, always listen to the podcast, don't touch the podcast. Also, we don't want you touching the podcast. Keep your keep your little nasty fingers off the podcast. We don't want fingerprints on it. Anyway, guys, and the FBI is probably going to test your fingerprints on that as well, so there. don't keep the podcast in your home. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just, yeah. this is what we do. We improv the front every time and you just get what you get. Remember the yeah, podcast is free. So you don't have to complain about it. <laughs> oh yeah, we do. I forget what the front end of the podcast is called, but people always like to see whatever the hell gets improv. And sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it kills. Sometimes it dies. Either way, hopefully it's still funny. And if not, well, tune in tomorrow. There'll be a funnier one. <laughs> Anyway, guys, you know the drill. For further show your friends, names, relatives, go to goodreads.com for chess Chris Foss. Go to youtube.com for chess Chris Foss. See the big LinkedIn newsletter, the big, the big LinkedIn 122,000 member group over there as well. Today we have an amazing gentleman on the show with us today. He's going to be talking about his company, what he does, how he built it, and all that good stuff. Brent Weinman of Vitacraft Sunseed is on the show with us today, and he'll be talking to us about his amazing journey, life, and everything he's done. He was a finance major who tended to find friends in the arts, giving him a unique perspective as he worked his way through college. After graduating from Bowling Green State University, wasn't there a, a massacre at Bowling Green? I don't know. And his finance decree in 1985, Brent went to work for a company called Sunseed, which created food products for birds and small animals. He quickly rose to the ranks from production manager or production labor to national sales manager. Then in 2001, they bought the Sunseeds and the company began working with the German pet food company Vitacraft. In 2008, Brent sold Sunseed to Vitacraft, resulting in a new company, Vitacraft Sunseeds, of which Brent is still president to this day. Welcome to the show, Brent. How are you? Great, Chris. Thanks for having me. Awesome sauce. It's great to have you as well. So give us your .com so people can find you on the interwebs. Yeah, hey, Vitacraft. Uh, funseed.com or you can just go to vitacraft.com as well. There you go. There you go. So uh, let's talk a little bit about your journey and what got you here. You know, you've, you've, I, I imagine Vitacraft uh, Sunseed is a, a pretty successful company. What do you guys do in revenue? What do we do? What? what do you guys do in revenue? Globally, we're about a 400 million euro company. Sauce. Domestically, we will be pushing million in the next two. Damn, that is nice. That is nice. So tell us about your background story. How did you get into the Sunseed business? Yeah, well, you know, I, I didn't grow up playing D.I. Wonder Woman, but it just sort of happened. My girlfriend at the time, now my wife, we met 30 years, 35 years plus, worked on a horse farm. A wolf horse farm owner also started a small pet industry called Sunseed Company. And he was a pet store owner, a backyard engineer. And teamed up with a local farmer, and they started the Baxville farm. Even in small cement, they put Glennon it together, and 
about two years later, I joined Bergman and the production. And then as the company grew, he bought out his owner and made me a front. They also marketed That's pretty freaking awesome. That's awesome. So I guess, you know, you fall in love with the business you're in, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's, it's been a great ride. It's been 36 years now. I love the people I work with. I love, you know, the, a lot of friends in the industry. It's been a lot of fun. As you purchased Sunseed and then by Vi- your guys were purchased by Vitacraft, you remained as president throughout that whole tenure. How'd that come about and how'd you make sure that happened so you always stayed at the top there? Yeah, well, the, uh, the purchase one came up because I, being, you know, sort of a right-hand man to the former owner, I, I knew he was entertaining some bits to sell the company. When one, the last one fell through, I said, if I could put together, you know, a financing package, would you be willing to sell it for me? That, that, yeah. he basically co-signed, co-signed the loan and, and away we went. Well, of course, that happened to be 2001. All that happened back then was the economy sort of tanked about a month after I signed on the bottom line with the highly leveraged buyout. Well, oh, wow. It was a struggle. We made it through. But that's where we go. Problem saying we never had to lay anybody off. That's awesome. And at that time, we were we began doing some private label packaging for the Australian company called Flight Mm-hmm. They came over to meet me, I think it's probably 2007. I expected just a little regular, you know, plant tour and, you know, hey, let's put some business plans together for the coming year. They said, hey, you know, what would you think if we bought your company? Well, you know, at that time, I was still quite a bit in debt. And they came with a pretty nice offer. And they said, you know, part of the deal is you have to sign a five-year contract and we'll you over on it. And that was 2008, so I guess for, you know, 14 years into a five-year point. Wow. That's pretty good. Well, then that means you're doing a good job, evidently, right? Yeah. I think it's a half the downs, but I think general and they're pretty Sure, yeah. I mean, that's to be expected in business. It's not yeah. always straight up unless you're, I don't know, Amazon or Elon Musk or something. I don't know. Right, right. But even then, I think he, they've seen downtimes. So, you know, so that's pretty freaking awesome. I mean, being able to, you know. Never have to lay anyone off and everything else. So as you guys did the merger of Vitacraft and Sunseed, how did that change the landscape of the business? And, and where are you guys at today? Yeah, pretty dramatically. We have more than triple the business since we've joined forces. Wow. You know, this is for people who are, who are really interested in pets, it might be interesting. Our, our company, Sunseed, was more making foods, more like rabbit pellets like that and fighting that we're making treats for little for small animals and birds mm-hmm. you know the, the mix you know complemented each other Vitacraft at the time was falling more into the big box retailers so we were falling more into the independent you know model pop type stores so it was just it was a really good mix we pulled a lot of wounds for each other and as we that we put this together we were able to do more production for Vitacraft foods which they were sort of limited on all of developing in for cost of import and it's really opened up you know, a lot of a lot of interesting avenues for us the pet business is pretty interesting years ago when we had several companies i told my i i'd started i'd gotten two dogs and i was like holy crap i mean there's a lot of money in this business i mean you know those plastic kongs are like 10 15 bucks a pop and i'm like injection molding plastic 10 to 15 bucks what the heck and and you know over the over time i've seen the food 
portion of, of dog food and well, dog toys. And like, I, I used to joke with my friends. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it's cheaper than owning kids. It's definitely a lot cheaper to feed them and everything else. But you know, it has gotten more expensive. I don't know what happened with the, what's that the bone business, the, the bone shoes that I get for my dogs, the chewy, the chewy tendons. Those yeah. things are like gold, evidently. Now. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if you see the, the deer antlers that are out there. Yeah, yeah. Bucks were all antler about that. Yeah, yeah. And I said to my business partner, I go, we need to get in that business because it seems like it's going places. And definitely, especially with what was it, coronavirus, I think more people got pets during coronavirus than ever before. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Looking at almost 70% of the U.S. population. Wow. Um, which something like that, a little bearded dragon or a, or a black lab. Yeah. Well, it's gross in the last two years. Yep. Bearded Dragon is my other podcast that I do on the side. So give us a rundown. What products do you guys sell at Vitacraft US? Yeah, well, we have about 450 products in our in our lineup. Publication of brands, most of the Vitacraft brand. We also do private label business. Well, but it, well, we used to say everything from parents to parents. And today we've expanded into cats and dogs. Free, free meal treats from our parent company in Europe. Wow. So you guys get delve into all that. Uh, that's some good branding to take and do. And then can you share your passion for VitaCraft and how it, how it impacts the business? How, how does the president's, you know, passion for what you guys do? Yeah, make well, a well, I'm passionate about a few parts of the business. I have to say, first and foremost, it's about connecting with the employees. Oh. I just really enjoy that part of the business. I can be frustrating. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, I... I I just enjoy the camaraderie. I'm also a team player and that sort of whole, whole, whole. Oh, well, the other side, pet owner, right? I've had mm-hmm. uh, dogs growing up, I've had hamsters and gerbils growing up, I've had a parrot, I've had, you now I have three horses, a dog, three cats, chickens. You know, it's just, I just, I rejoin a lot. And as my wife and Paul, a lot of fun. Pets make the world go round. I mean, I've had four dogs now, and I can't ever imagine living without dogs. Although I'm pretty sure my Siberian Huskies can imagine living without me. Yeah, funny um, that. yeah they're 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 you know they're escape artist dogs. They're all, they're constantly like, yeah, we don't want to be here anymore. We're going, we're out of here. Yeah, and they go off and do their own thing, and then I just sit there and go, well, we gotta go find them. Yeah. Uh, I want to so, have a black milk curve, which I don't know if you're familiar with that. Oh, a holy dog. Oh yeah, yeah. And I love all a nice piece of property and she just runs and, you know, chases squirrels, ground hogs, whatever, six hours, long long, chasing for a while. I wish I had that kind of energy in my age. <laughs> I wish I had temperance that old. Yeah. I, I always look at my Siberian Huskies because they go in those zoomies every day. They just start running around like they've had too much uh, crack or meth or something. And they're just like, zoom, zoom, zoom. And you're just sitting there just going, oh, my God, just watching this makes me tired. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, I wish I could stick a shringe in them and, like, take out some of that adrenaline sticking to me. That would be great. But that's what the coffee's for in the vitamin B shots. So there you go, the five-hour energy shots. So what's the newest products, especially for cats? Yeah, it's little well, animal well, dogs. I'm excited for it for the last couple of years. We entered the market with compact range of cat products and probably 10 items. And what has closed the new at the time now has exploded both for us and for, you know, the politician 
with a liquid snack. Mix oh. a little, a little sachet, a little tube, if you will, of a liquid snack that you can you know, squeeze out either on top of the cat's food or most people use it just as a handheld free. Oh, wow. Cats are, are, can be kind of a loop, right? This is a great way for 30 seconds or a minute or however long we will drag it out and we'll be close and involve their pets. That's but awesome. Couples are so highly palatable. They just, at home, they just come running when I go to the cupboard. Oh, really? They hear the cover open off they go. You know, the, the, that is the funny thing about cats. They're so bloody aloof and they're just kind of like, yeah, we don't, we don't really, yeah, we, we don't have time for you right now. It's yeah. like they hate you half the time and they like you the other half the time. Well, well, I think, I think for us, what's really well, the cool thing is the treat products that we do, um, our, our parent company in Germany that's found the secret fossil food well, you know, oh, wow. 5% of cats who, but the minimal palatability on our products at 85% cats to go crazy for. So, mm-hmm. well, well, no cats, that's, that's pretty outstanding. Well, you know, it's just this people a uh, chance to bond with their pet in, in multiple ways. This is always being called, whether it's the, the meat sticks, uh, the purse sticks that we do, uh, whether it's where we also do like a jello snack. So it's just all different ways to then help people bond with their pets, whether it's cat, dog, or yeah, my my dogs are addicted to dog treats. Like every time I get up and go in the kitchen to, you know, refill water or coffee or, you know, eat some in the fridge, they come to me and they're like, hey, it's time to get some treats. In fact, when we, when they wake up in the morning and I go to make my coffee, they know that the first reward is treats. So they start bugging me usually in the morning. They're like, hey, we want some treats. Get up, eh? And I'm like, no, I'm trying to sleep. And, uh, but yeah, they... They, they know that anytime in the kitchen, there's a chance of getting treats. So they always come in from outside and they're just like waiting. They're like, you better have some treats. You better, you better pay up, buddy, or else yeah. things are going to get ugly. We might shiv you or, you know, we only keep you around for the treats at this point. I think yeah. that's pretty much their attitude. So you mentioned you said hot dog. I don't know. I don't give them hot dog treats. Uh, just whatever we buy off the counter at the thing. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, one, one of the things that we've seen over the last, oh, probably eight years or so, it's just the... Well, the humanization of petting, mm-hmm. right? And the plus riding, both the development of, of treats, well, like being flower tour, right? You know, yeah. Pumpkin, you know, turkey pumpkin meat sticks, right? Yeah. Or you're saying, I'll feel like humans. Or if that's we just about anything, right? You can know that. But you only have to feel them. I'll feel them to the first. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, they, they're huskies. They don't eat just about anything, really. So what are what's next for the company in way of the products and growth? What are you guys working on, and what's your vision for? Yeah, well, well, the dependency drives on new product, new product development. So despite the current economic environment, and we are seeing people who are not so free, spending so freely. Mm-hmm. So we're focused on creating products that get great value mm-hmm. to you know, whether it, it still has to be a high quality product, but we're looking at ways, whether it's taking costs out of packaging, seeing what can do supply chain wise, you drive costs out uh-huh. um, more aggressively now. Though. So developing new products that, that you know, meet the needs of the consumers, but with a very clear, you know, lens focus on cross. There you go. I mean, you guys have around the world 2,000 employees and sell around 1.2 million high-quality Vitacraft products every single day? Every day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a, yeah. that's a 
We have about 15 divisions throughout, or sales companies throughout the world. Three of them went for a lot wealth that's both manufacturing and sales. So we move a lot of product. Real fun to be part of an organization like this that, that was founded in, in 1837, right? Wow. And whatever, 178 years ago, and, uh, you know, up until, up until a few years ago, family that today it's still called we owned. And I meet with the owner a couple times, times a year. And it's amazing how passionate he is about this. Being this factory, it's like, here, taste this, taste this. It's like, you know, oh, it's kind of, <laughs> I have a multiple block with that. But I do it, it actually tastes pretty good. There you go. I suppose that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I like my dog's food that I get for him and their treats and stuff, but I'm not really that interested in tasting. <laughs> so that's always good. Tell us about your role with the American Pet Products Association Board that you've been on for 20 years. You serve as trustee and president. Talk, talk to us about that and the Im- impact the pets in the classroom program. Yeah, I mean, there are actually, actually two different organizations that the American Pet Products Association is the leading industry association for our industry um, with about 1,200 member companies. We put on the largest trade show, the national trade show west. And my involvement there, actually, I think I was the longest person ever brought on the board. And, you know, we, we looked at uh, anything that could potentially benefit the industry or potentially harm the whether it's legislation, whether it's setting standard products or helping helping our members, you know, improve the quality or the safety of their product better. I I was on the board from when long till probably two thousand old all those time to to step down the press flood in there. But it's an exciting group. They do a lot of good to the industry. We've got a lot of pets as well. Awesome songs. So that then the other, the Pets in the Classroom program is actually a program of Pet Care Trust. Mm-hmm. So I was a trustee and then, then some person of that organization. And basically we give grants to teachers who are interested in putting a pet in their classroom. Oh, wow. And since the conception, oh, probably going back 10 years ago, we've given over 200,000 grants. And believe that we probably impacted somewhere between one million kids. Wow, that's amazing, man. Well, the, we may not have had the experience of a bond with a pet or a role of joy of having a pet. But we had great stories from teachers that, you know, especially special needs kids, informal options, it's such a that, you know, the teachers seem to start getting all whipped out. They lost the pet to get big for a while, they'll come back and, yeah. Teachers use them for essays or in, we have an aquarium for science, uh, water quality, ecology lesson, both really, really great program. And it's all funded primarily by the pet industry and associations. Well, that's really good. People develop more. I, I became a better human being. I was a horrible human being before I got dogs. And uh, you learn a lot about yourself and being empathetic and caring about others. And I don't know, they just taught me, especially with their unconditional love, they just taught me to be a better person because, you know, they, they're just, they're just, they're just wonderful animals. They, they, 
They love me no matter what I do. If I don't give them treats, they still kind of love me. Although I think they resent me a little bit, but, <laughs> but they know they'll get treats later. And, and, you know, they, they come cuddle up with you. And dogs are pretty, I don't know about cats, uh, neuro cats, but dogs are pretty intuitive where, you know, if you're hurting, if you're upset about something, you're bothered, you know, they'll come up and be like, Hey, how's it going? If you pet me, you'll feel better. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, their head, up, their head on your lap. Yeah. They definitely have a way of sensing stuff and uh, they just improve your life better. It's funny. I, I always talk to my dogs and they have like 50,000 names I've probably created for them over time. I'm always making up some name and, uh, and it occurred to me, I think it was like 10 or 15 years into owning dogs that my dogs had never talked back, <laughs> that I was having a one-way conversation yeah. the whole time, which probably speaks to my lack of sanity. But you know, just uh, one day I was just like, you know, I've been talking to these guys for 15 years and they never reply back. In fact, I'm making up the replies. Yeah, it would probably just keep saying, give me a tree, stupid. Shut up and give me a tree. Leave me alone. You smell bad. Let's see. I understand right across Sunseed is spearheading a shelter program that supports yeah. average yeah. shelter cats, making them more adoptable. Now, tell us about that. Yeah, it's total. By happenstance, we met this woman named Molly DeVos, who works with Delta and the cat therapist, the cat therapist, and has been using our treat, the liquid snacks in particular, to take feral cats or, or cats that, that possibly were destined for euthanasia and making them adoptable. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're so effective as far as. Cats, cats want to know where everything else, right? So maybe a cat is all skittish and hiding in the corner or hisses when, it, when anybody gets near. You know, she's been able to work with them and use these streets to break down the barriers, if you will, and uh, put together a curriculum with us or for us. And we're going to take it and hopefully introduce it to, to shelters throughout the country and also provide free treats with them so they'll shelters and make that adoptable probably were going to be adoptable before. Yeah, that's awesome because, you know, there, there's a lot of animals that go through abuse. Cats, dogs, you know, they go through, they have horrible pre-owners pre and they get sheltered or raised. And, and, I, and I guess that helps, what you're doing is helping them from being euthanized too as well? Yeah, that, that's the goal. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some are local shelters that are they're not going to be euthanized, but, you know, this will kind of exist with the powering in the back of your cage or, or you know, habitat. We're well, pretty good about when we're able to do it with stuff. So, Molly's still a great partner with us. We look forward to supporting her and supporting the shelters throughout the years. There you go. There you go. So you guys are doing some amazing things and it's great that you guys are giving back to the community. Uh, what What do you feel has made you successful in business? Uh, you personally? As I said earlier, I kind of said earlier, I love people, mm -hmm. whether it's customers, whether it's employees, even bankers, right? I mean, I, my, my personal welfare involves things are never as bad as they seem and never as bad as they seem. Mm -hmm. It keeps me even healed and, you know, Step back, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with your roles, owning or managing. Mm -hmm. It's a problem calling, unfortunately, 90% of the time, right? And yeah. You can't do that unless you're 
muscle cells here that can you can think through problems, right? That is true. So that coupled with my like enjoying being around people and always always wanting to get out, go to trade shows, meet with customers. Yeah, with those last, I think it's really helped me personally. So a lot smarter guy, but you know, we make those connections and networks and see what we can make. There you go. I like that advice. Note to self, start liking people <laughs> and stop hating people. Start liking did I get that right? People people watch your podcast for brilliant insights like that. They do. They do. But no, actually, you know what I really like is is your mantra of things are never as bad as they seem and things are never as good as they seem, did you say? Yeah. Are they right? I, I need a sure like that because I need that in the moments of darkness when it seems bad. I need something that, you know, a little light that goes on that goes, hey, things are never as bad as they seem because they never are. You yeah. usually, usually overplay how bad it is and it seems, you know, and then when, when it's all over, you look back on it and you go, well, that wasn't. You know, we got through that. worse. Yeah. And then things are never as good as they seem. I, I suppose that's true. I, I really like it when things are good, but. Well, don't get me wrong. Yeah. If you will go over the top and get overly excited about something, mm. you'll probably welcome that grit. I mean, don't get me wrong. But if you probably overreact to that foods. That's true. And there's probably, you know, I've noticed whenever something is going really good and everything's great, sometimes there are cracks in the foundation of something, you know, where you're like, we we better make sure that this uh, trains, you know, everything's going good, but make sure we do maintenance to make sure that, you know, everything yeah. keeps going good. Uh, some... In all honesty, you know, the last two years with Pebbins Street, 20 and 21, it was just crazy, right? You know, soils would skyrocket, people were buying more pets. And L Tom trying to figure out the supply chain and get product in, we can almost see a lot. And then now home is softening a little bit. Well, like you said, looking for those cracks, well, only opportunities. Well, the ones you know near, you know, how can we tighten the supply chain? The eight costs out of cover up. You know, in Franklin, we should have been more aggressive back when, when times were really good, right? Mm-hmm. Or think like that. Yep. It's, it's, it's funny how it works, you know, but you do what you do, but I do love that mantra. I wrote the mantra down so that I can remember that because yeah, especially in bad times, man, it's, it's, uh, you know, things are never as bad as they seem. Like there are times when, when it seems like it's the end of the world and you know, you, you kind of have to step back a second and go, okay, let's get some perspective. And it makes it easier to manage if you can, if you can step back a bit and get some perspective and go, okay, so where are we at really? I mean, like, Otherwise, the world's really not over, yeah. you know. So there you go. So anything more you want to touch on about the business? And tell us where people can find the products. Yeah, we're available at all major retailers. Echo, PetSmart, Flash Plus, at Supermarket, Petland. We also keep private labels for other mass retailers. Our, our menu brand of product, we build on the at Walmart as well as our, our cat treats. So we're, we're widely distributed. Of course, I am a little chewy. So people are interested in our product. They can certainly have no problem about I love Chewy, man. Those guys deliver so freaking fast. It's amazing. And they're so good to work with. I mean, Amazon's pretty good too on the fast, but sometimes the pricing is just better over there on Chewy. And then the delivery is like always, like even if you order slow delivery, they, they get it to you faster. Right. It's the personal cost. Well, they're, they're really that sort of a hybrid, from my perspective, a hybrid of, of pet specialty 
And if you're an online player, I mean, they, they, they invested a lot in their people, their customer care people. And, you know, if we put together a little, put a product in there, you know, they're very in depth, so they, you know, on the, the ins and outs of each of the benefits of the products. So when they get a call on questioning it, you know, they can, they can answer it. If they can't, they have a line break to us and uh, get the answer to consumer. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, it's good to know. It's been great to have you on the show. Thank you very much for coming on. We certainly appreciate it, Brent. Well, it's my pleasure. I hope, I hope your, your listeners found it interesting. Definitely. And since 75% of them, what was it, have pets now? Yeah, about 70%. 70% have pets. Definitely go order up your products. You can find yeah. them wherever uh, great products are sold. Give us the .com so people can find it, Brent, on the uh, interwebs. Yep. Yeah, com. Well, thank you to the site where you can see both the brands. Or you can go to lightcraft.com. There you go. There you go. And everyone, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate us being here. Go to youtube.com for just Chris Voss. Go to goodreads.com for just Chris Voss. See the big LinkedIn newsletter and the big LinkedIn group as well. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, I do have.